This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Five minutes till the main event. Is this the way my life was spent? Now the winter of my discontent is about to turn a new year. The minister, he's pleading me to save myself. He's reading me apocalyptic verses from a book. I squint my eyes to look at him and said, Save your stories, save your pleas. There's nothing left. There's nothing here for me. You will listen. You will see. Hey, Nicholas here. Before we hop into the show, I just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor for this week, Manscaped. Guys, let's talk about your balls for a second. We've all been there. We've all needed to have our balls trimmed, our family jewels to look jewelry, if that's a thing. And we've all tried to use scissors or a regular razor, hopefully not a straight razor, because if you have A, you're a monster, and B, sorry for your hospital bills. But you don't have to worry about that anymore, because Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick (laughs) or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face that you're using for your balls. That's just nasty, even though most of us have done it before. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, which is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits, which are one of the smelliest parts of your body. So why not put deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Your balls. Right now, you can get 20% off plus free shipping using the code BIGHEADS at manscaped.com. You can get... That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using the code BIGHEADS. Your balls will thank you, and eventually your partner will too. Hello and welcome to How Will I Die starring Nicholas Howe. It's me, Nicholas Howe. Today we're going to be doing a few deaths, but before we jump into it, I just want to say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to all of my viewers and fans and all of that fun stuff. Tomorrow is New Year's Eve. Nope, tomorrow's New Year's Day because today is New Year's Eve. And so we're going to be doing a few little special things for this episode. But overall, it's going to be a quote-unquote based on my winter type of show. So strap in and get ready as we take a look at a few stories of a few Nicks across the multiverse. Now our first Nick is going to be called Arizona Nick. He's a 22-year-old college student who has a particular hobby, and that hobby is planes. That hobby is not real planes because that hobby would be super expensive. Rather, remote-controlled planes. He loves to play with them so much. And it's not just planes either. He loves remote-controlled cars, boats, etc. The problem is, sometimes he goes out for hours on end and just watches the plane fly around in the sky. If he could afford a drone, he absolutely would. Interesting little tidbit about remote-controlled planes is that they go incredulously fast. There are some planes that can go upwards of 60 miles an hour, which I don't know if you 
have ever been hit by a car going 60 miles an hour, but that's horrifying. And the fact that a tiny little remote-controlled machine can do it should terrify you. And it should have terrified Nick, because as chance would have it, when you play with dangerous items, you live a dangerous life, as weird as that sounds. One day, while Nicholas was showing his friend one of his planes, the worst thing happened. He didn't lose control or any kind of actual issue. Instead, he chose to be out and about on a sunny day in Arizona. A sunny day in Arizona constitutes two very, very important things. One, high temperatures, especially in the area that he's in, which is Yuma, Arizona. And two, horrendous sunlight. The reason I mention these two things is because these two things can lead to an issue called losing track of your flying machine. Because as Nicholas was touting around with his flying airplane, controlling it to his whim, the heat caused his eyes to kind of puff up because he was sweating super bad. But also, the sunlight in general was just horrifying. And like all Nicholas's, he didn't wear sunglasses, even though his eyesight is already really, really bad. So taking all those factors into consideration, as he did a sick loop-de-loop, a barrel roll here and there, at some point he lost track of the plane for a few moments, but those few moments were very crucial because as his friend pointed out, the plane was coming directly at him. For some reason, in that split second fight or flight, Nicholas did not take the flight, which he's taken so many times before. Instead, he stupidly stood his ground as this plane going 38 miles an hour smashed directly into his face. His friend looked on horrified, but his friend now has a story that he can tell at parties and at the funeral because Arizona Nick is dead. Next up, we have one of the most partyingest Nicks in the multiverse, and that's Snowy Nick. You see, Snowy Nick was on vacation with his pals, his chums, from college because he's a college student and he's 22 years old. Forgot to say that part a few seconds ago, but it's been said now. So Snowy Nick obviously is living his life out in the snow. He went up to Colorado. He went up to the mountains to go skiing, to go snowboarding. He's definitely the kind of guy who in a snowboarding movie was part of the team that was racing to save the mountain from the a-holes from across the the mountain, I guess? I'm getting all of my teen movies mixed up, but it's okay, because I'm not a teen, and neither is the 22-year-old version of me called Snowy Nick, but that's besides the point. Snowy Nick, he's out there living his life, having the time of his life. He's also drinking very heavily. As a side note, this show does not condone heavy drinking. It's a whole thing. Legalese, blah, blah, legalese. All right, so Snowy Nick is out there. He's pretty hammered, along with the rest of his friends. However, he's kind of an ideas guy. So, it's late at night. None of the lifts are running tonight because, obviously, what you get when there's a bunch of teens and 20-somethings out in the snow on vacation is a lot of drinking, which, you know, it happens. This is a college town kind of thing. So using Drunk Brain, Snowy Nick is looking around for something that he can use to ride down the slope. Now, the slope that he is currently on is also the slope that houses the base beams for the ski lift. I feel like you can already guess where this is going. So Snowy Nick, looking around, 
doesn't see any hubcaps that can easily come off or anything. Instead, he sees a very crucial piece of any winter setup, which is the padding around the metal barriers at the bottom of the slope. You know, the things that keep people from dying when they hit them after going fast speeds. So after pulling that off and testing it a short distance, Snowy Nick and his chums, his pals, his good old friends, decide to head all the way up to the top of the mountain and slide on through. Here's the problem with that idea. You get about four 20-something-year-olds, plus gravity, plus snow, and that's going to equal a bad time. So as Nick and his friends jet down this slope, they begin to realize that they're going way too fast. In fact, they're going so fast, they don't know how to stop. George tries to put his foot down to stop them. That doesn't work. Instead, he just gets a boot full of snow. Everyone is freaking out as they near the bottom, showing no signs of stopping, careening directly towards the wall, which is now bare metal from where they took the protective pad. However, drunk brain for some people can actually work, as the other three guys that Snowy Nick was with all bailed, jumping off the protective pad and safely landing into the snow. Sure, they rolled for a little while. One of them hit a pole, but a minor injury compared to what came next for Snowy Nick, because Snowy Nick continued down this path until he slammed directly into the wall. With no protective pad to stop him, since it was underneath him, he smashed so hard that he essentially flattened like a pancake against the metal wall. And with freezing temperatures so cold, when he was eventually found, after his friends ran to tell the police what had happened, he was a frozen pancake, stuck up against the wall. And that is the end of Snowy Nick. For our last story, and yes, there's a third story for this episode, We look at a grizzled old 47-year-old version of myself named Bearded Nick. And he is a simple man. He works from home. He doesn't go out much. He's, He's very much to himself. So one day, he has to go to the store and purchase some goods, which is fine. Now, let me tell you a bit about this version of myself. Nearly two decades in the future, he has clearly lost a lot of weight and a lot of skin pigment. He spends way too much time at home. But his hair is incredibly long, and so is his glorious, glorious beard. Touching the floor if he doesn't control it. His beard is beautiful and enviable to any man, but it's also a source of plenty of issues. It's so long it gets in the way of literally everything. So as he's walking out of his house one day, headed to the grocery store, he realizes too late that he hadn't done up his beard and made it preparable to walk. Because as he takes his first step out the front door, probably the first step out the front door in about a week, his beard catches on something, specifically his foot. And he tugs his neck up with such force that he accidentally snaps his own neck because he stepped on his beard. And that's the quick, quick end to Bearded Nick. I'm Midnight Agent Raw. And I'm Okami. We are the Super Media Bros Podcast. Each week, we give a comedically informative take on movies, music, television, video games, and much more. Put your shades on and listen to all episodes on SuperMediaBrosPodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, shades on. We're off.
Hello and welcome to the middle section where I talk about things and stuff and things and stuff and things and stuff. This week we don't have a ton of things and stuff to talk about, but I do just really quickly want to say a few thank yous and I guess praises to a lot of things. First up, a big thanks to Big Heads Media because without them I wouldn't be making the show probably anymore. I'm kind of holding myself accountable since I'm on a network to be able to put out the show. Whereas otherwise I just kind of forget and then I have giant gaps between posting episodes. Which I still do, but not as not as large of gaps as I would have without the network. So thank you guys for taking me on, especially in my early, very early days. I still don't know what this show is, but I've, I've been learning since day one. Also, I want to thank all of the people who have listened to the show. I have been listened to in nine countries, which is amazing for me. I barely expected to get any listens in America, let alone Australia, Germany, Italy, France, uh, Canada... I say India? India? There are like four or five more. I can't remember what they are though right this second because I'm not looking at the map. But it's awesome to see people liking the show. So people from all over liking the show. So I utterly appreciate anyone who's ever listened to an episode and the people who are continuing to listen. Thank you very much. You guys have made it a great, great year for me. Also, the show will be a year old very soon. Uh, literally next month so we're going to be doing something big for the one year anniversary episode but outside of that i don't have much else to talk about in this things and stuff so here's to the new year here's to hopefully a proper posting schedule and here's to getting things done and getting things done right love you guys and thank you so much for listening i'll see you in a decade (laughs) i'm so sorry I'm so sorry you had to hear me say that. All right, everybody on the train, all aboard, you snooze, you lose. Buy my loot boxes. Not you. Get off the train. Don't let him on. Oh, okay. All right, listen here, Greenhorn. I'm going to teach you everything you need to know about how to conduct a podcast. First thing you need to know is never stay on topic ever. Uh, sir. What do you want? Uh, people are complaining about the Venom movie still. I don't care. Feed them Justice League or something. Get them off my back. Copy. Sir, it says in the book that you need to stay on topic as a podcast. Screw the book, Greenhorn. The book was written by dinosaurs. Second thing you need to know is never report news that's not at least two or three weeks old. Uh, sir. What do you want? People are complaining about the Pokemon Go update. I don't care. Just... Gag them! Or something! Shut them up! On it. Uh, sir? What do you want, Greenhorn? I think the train might be going off the rails. That's exactly how we run this show. This is the Crazy Train of Thought podcast, brought to you by the Idiot Savants. Find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. www.crazytrainofthought.com Alright, so really quickly, I forgot to do the reason why I chose these stories before the break, but... That's life. So, really quickly, chose the first story because I am currently in Arizona. Specifically, I'm currently in Yuma, Arizona for the holidays. I got a little bit of time off work. By that, I mean I've been nonstop working pretty much every single day because that's how being an adult works. Also, I'm just, I'm in Arizona and I thought it would be fun to talk about a story that takes place in Arizona. The second story, I thought it was a nice story because it's wintertime and who doesn't love wintertime, you know, in the winter. And then the last story, 
I am having real, real thoughts about just shaving my beard and my hair, just completely gone. But then I remember I look like a two-year-old when I do that, so I can't do that. So I imagined a world where I'd never do it again, and it's a good world. Anyways, that's it for the reasons why I chose these things. Let's jump into the histories. So, each of these stories, like every other story before, has some sense of realism. So the first story, which is about being killed by a radio-controlled plane, that actually happened to a man named Roger Wallace in 2001. He had lost sight of it in the Arizona sun, and it smashed into his head, completely uh, demolishing his brain at 40 miles an hour. The second story was a group of people at a ski resort, a group of guys, sorry, at a ski resort, decided to take the protective mat that covered the metal barriers at the bottom of the slope and use it as a sled. So they literally took it off the metal barrier, pulled it up mountain, and rode it down straight into the same barrier that they had taken the protective matting off of, which killed them, which is really sad. But at the same time, there's a reason that they have the quote-unquote Darwin Awards for stupidity. That was one of them, because there was a very easy way to prevent yourself from killing yourself. And then lastly, we have being killed by stepping on your own beard. So that actually happened to a man named Hans Steininger in the mid-1500s. He was an Austrian man who, uh, as he was leaving his home one day, stepped on his beard, uh, which was normally rolled up, and accidentally stepped too hard while tugging and snapped his own neck. History is fun, you guys, but that's going to do it for the history, and we're going to head directly into the Spam Slam. This one comes in under the subject line, Happy New Year, my dear. So let me just jump into it. Happy New Year, my dear. Am John Kennedy a citizen of American, but work at cruise ship located at London? Moreover, I am single father of one son, who is now 17 years old. I really interested to know you more after I came across your email ID. Then I decided to contact you if we could know each other and then get into good relationship or marry. Perhaps, my dear, it has been so long. I am searching a good, patient, human being like you to have a long-time relationship or marry even a business proposal. So if you are interested, get back to me immediately so that we can learn more about each other. Yours sincerely, Mr. John Kennedy. Now clearly, this was written by John F. Kennedy's ghost from the past who's stuck on a ship in the now and who has a 17-year-old ghost son. How long has he been 17? Probably for a few hundred years. But is that going to stop me from becoming his new stepfather? No. I am absolutely going to write back John F. Kennedy and I'm going to get married or have a relationship. A good relationship. There's You have to choose between either marriage or good relationship according to John Kennedy. So for tax reasons I'm going to go with Mary. <laughs> if only I wasn't such a good human being. A patient human being. <laughs> That's going to do it for this week's episode of How Will I Die? starring Nicholas Howe. I've been Nicholas Howe, and I will continue to be him until I die. Thank you for listening, and I hope you tune in to the next episode, and then the next episode after that. You know, like a commitment or whatever. Maybe we can have a good relationship, or marry. Probably not. I'll just break your heart. It's fine. So thanks for listening, and I hope you guys enjoyed, and I hope you continue to enjoy in the future. Have a wonderful new year, and I'll see you in the next one.
But remember, death is coming, so why worry about the inevitable? Focus on the possibilities. Five minutes till they pull the switch. They say you'll only feel an itch. But they watch the catatonic twitch and the smoke that flows around you. They're beneath the gamma rays. Watch my soul just burn away. Don't you even try to pray. My fate is predetermined.